0: Welcome back to uh, Only Listen to '90s Music. Um, Stacy now is pulling up facts uh for some of these conversations that we're gonna be having today. Yeah, it's we a lot get- to dive into. And lo- uh, y'all been all right. Happy New Year, all that stuff. Let's all jump right, right into this cat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> get to it. Happy New Year. Let's. Hey, get Happy to New it. Year, everybody. <laughs> Season
0: <laughs> greetings, all that. Y'all didn't look at the title. of this. is. Y'all, we already know why y'all are here. We ain't gonna. We gonna spur you with the garnish. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> With no
1: appetizers
2: we don't yeah, have it. there's no like, bread
1: we're just gonna get right into it
0: there's no bread right there's it. no appetizers we got other music
2: None topics that we're gonna talk about but this is we'll it. Let's go. it we'll get to it we'll get to it um who wants to talk like who wants to start about what happened and um because if you unless you live under a rock um which is possible it's no possible. this is this is they're at 30 40 million this is they're uh, yeah, yeah, they're 35 million. Yeah, that's
3: possible
0: now.
2: That ain't just black folks 30, now.
0: 35
1: we ain't got no black folks in this country. And that's <laughs> starting to slow down from when it first came out.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So last week, um, comedian Cat Williams was uh, appeared on Shannon Sharp's podcast, Club Shay Shay, <laughs> um, to just, you know, for an interview. Shannon has people on all the time. And um, Shannon asked Cat how he was doing. And Kat let him know for the next three hours exactly how he felt and what he was doing. Um, it has been everywhere. It went from I think that morning, I guess when it when it released, like I think when I got up that day, I saw people kind of being like, Man, Cat Williams is on one. And I'm like, What about what like what happened? And then I Google Cat Williams, and then I see that he had done an interview. And I'm like, it's three hours long. So I think I text Big Sip and I was like, hey, the Internet going crazy or some Cat Williams interview like on Club Shay Shay. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then I watched it. And let me tell you something. It was three hours that I was entertained. I was intrigued um i laughed i cried there were just so many things that happened so many uh gems were dropped um some names were called some names or names were named um a, a, somebody was to uh, somebody got a threat to get punched in the stomach um, and and there may have also been a few lies um or i won't call them lies Exaggerations, if you will, Paul Bunyanesque. <laughs> yeah. A couple of John exaggerations, Henry. like a, little, a couple of uh, uh, some things where it's maybe been slightly exaggerated, some anecdotes, however, <laughs> some anecdotes, right? However, um, what I will say in regards to some of the things that I absolutely feel were exaggerated, um, I think the over like we're missing we, you're skipping over the overall point of it, right? Like that's just it, so um. Uh, so like let's let's go like well, I mean, Cat Cat comes in and just starts talking about other comedians. But essentially, what he was, what it seemed like he was trying to do was set the record straight about other comedians that had been on Club Shay Shay and had said things. And he was like, "Well, no, actually, this is what it was." Um, but it kind of went from setting the record straight to chin checking folks
3: and putting people in their
2: place. Um, there were seats that had, were pulled out for people to sit in. There was a lot that happened and, (laughs) um, and we are still talking about it. Like this was last week. And I think that day I said, I'm like, I look, sometimes we need a distraction from what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And I fully welcome this distraction. Um, nonsense. Cause I mean, these are just really grown rich men who were talking bad about Mm -hmm. each other. All of them are gainfully employed. None of them are hurting for a paycheck. Um, y'all got too much money, in, and um, like, go schedule a colonoscopy at this point. That's where you are <laughs> in your life, like that. But hey, beef is beef, and on site is on site. And um, as many have said, cat lit a fire underneath a lot of those comedians, and is making them think or or respond some of them I think Faison is about to um if he's on tour or he's about to be at uh or yeah. I, I'm not gonna call it, say he's on tour. I know he's gonna be at Club Helium yeah, soon be at St. Helium knows.
1: this weekend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure that he's probably gonna address Cat Williams. Um so that's again these are there's a a good and bad about it. Well I don't even wanna, I don't know what the bad is yet. I'm waiting to find out what the bad is.
0: Oh the bad is people not even Cat Williams
2: the baddest people
0: yeah because now cat williams is he's not only as he uh forrest gump he is a savant he is (laughs) um, a a musician he is everything and people just full sail believe in everything like not not a little bit or you know taking it here now i knew all you know what cat is being real he's exposing them I hate the idea that everyone's exposing somebody oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all about the people. It's not even cat. True. Yeah. It is true.
2: I know it. I know the Illuminati existed.
0: Yep. I mean cat don't it, call it is. like it is. Cat is a, cat is actually brilliant. He actually <laughs> used I he. I, I don't know if you saw my state. He used six of the 48 laws of power in one conversation. Yeah. No, dead ass for real. Like like yeah. it looked like he was reading a book.
1: <laughs> and, and I think his yeah. tour, his tour, about to kick off,
3: right? Exactly. So and he it's and he has a
2: Netflix bad. and and he already has a Netflix special. So yeah, like the, yeah. there was a um, I keep getting things for Groupon to buy his tickets. Yeah, They finna sell out. Sell so, out. <laughs> like I said, so yeah, and then he already had a Netflix special. We actually we watched the Netflix special actually a couple of weeks ago. I think it was, it was fine. Like I mean, it's I got to a point with Cat Williams that. I started really feeling like everything was like the same special over and over and over and over again. Um, And I was like, all right, well, I can calm down on these. I don't have to watch them as much anymore. Um, But uh, now, like I said, but seeing watching the interview one, I can I can tell that Kat is intelligent. I've never thought that he wasn't. Um, and, uh, I think there was a, a video of Bill Bellamy talking from a couple of years ago, who says that cat is extremely poignant and just thoughtful and just, just the way that he thinks, but you lose it. You don't hear it because of the jokes. Like you tell so many jokes that, you know, and, and I get that. I fully get that. Sometimes people won't take you seriously because, you know, there's so are use to the comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see all of that. Um, and him talking about, he was reading at an early age. I don't disagree. I, I, I won't doubt that. I do. However, <laughs> have some doubts in regards to the number and frequency of books that he read now and the types. as a part pr- you say and the, and the types and the types now look as a proud proud member of the 600 minute reading club <laughs> I can tell you that I have put in my time with some books I've gone to the library right I used to live by um lived in North St. Louis, so uh, before, well, Julia Davis was there, but before the new Julia Davis, it was a Duval Branch Library right there on Grand, and we used mm-hmm. to go there on Saturdays and, and, and all of that, so I, I love reading. You didn't go to the old Julia Davis? No, we just would go up the street to, like, so hey, I went not we Like, I don't know why we didn't go it to The old I Julia think,
0: Davis was on Marcus. It was on yeah, Marcus so, I don't
2: know, And and now that you say that, we actually were, like, we, I'm actually I was closer to Julia Davis than I was to Duvall, but the old Julia Day I don't know I have no idea. I, I
0: so you went to the new one though then the
2: new. But one I have one been to the end. new one, but like I said, but Duvall was the one that we always went to that was on Grand. Uh, yep. Like it's like Brandon <coughs> Lee ish right there, so just went up Lee and went there. But so like I said, we were I, I ran a lot and, but, <laughs> Kat claims that for a what. Four year period, four or five year period. He read three thousand books a year.
0: Nonfiction, nonfiction,
2: nonfiction. <laughs> so when he says he he started reading at an early age, okay,
0: <laughs> all
2: right. Um, I started reading, I four, reading
0: like you know what I'm saying I was reading on first grade at four. I get it. Boom. Exactly
2: right. Hey, like I was I read all the time. I'm a voracious reader. Okay. Cool. Who am I to tell you that you're not? I can't prove that. I used to. I read within between this five year period. I read three thousand books a year. Wait a minute. Wait. What? You wait. Like, hold on. Let me turn this back up. What did he just say? Nonfiction books. Now, hold on. Now, look. <laughs> this now, wasn't no goosebumps.
3: This now, wasn't book.
2: No right. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and listen to your lies. Now, the possibility of reading three thousand books. If you're if you're young, but I'm not saying you can't do it as an older person. But like definitely, if you're younger, those are goosebumps books. Those are you're you're probably just getting into chapter books. They're not going to take that long. I remember a babysitter's club book is fifteen page is fifteen chapters long. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I would plan out my week. I'd be like, all right, either I'm gonna do three chapters a day that'll knock me out in five days or do five chapters a day, knock me out in three. Right. So I knew that. I mean, and now as an adult, I can sit there, you know, knock one out, knock them out. <laughs> but, but literally, so that's me in elementary school, figuring out if this is 15 chapters, I can do three chapters a day or five chapters a day and I can knock out this book. Right. So if you even if you're trying to go for more than that, right? I want to do, I want to knock out a book a day. Like that's 3000 books. It's just a lot of books. To, but also I think what's the other point was that he wasn't here. He was somewhere else with his parents or something. And they were like doing missionary work or something like he yeah, was.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: So the other part of that is we one we can't prove he didn't do it, but there's really that possibility that if nothing, he had the time.
3: Mhm
2: like if nothing you had the time and he talks about how you you know reading the bible and all of that now i mean you, you have 66 books in the bible so look like i don't know how much he was reading but 3000 books in a year is a lot for anyone in any period i don't there's, i don't know if there's
0: a world record. of julia davis st louis public library pizza and cardinals tickets uh uh summer reading program the book it
3: champion and i'm talking Listen. about
0: I pressed hard to try to win, beat at the top of Julia Davis, and I did a hundred in a summer, and that was hard pressed. The Hardy Boys books, I was hard pressed <laughs> to get through all them.
3: To the get through Hardy all Boys, them.
0: yeah, to get to a hundred, like a hundred. I mean, I was pressed. I was watching a box and reading. That's all yeah. I did for like one whole summer. <laughs> I didn't see nothing on TV. I was reading and watching a box, and that's it. And that was, I was pressed to get to a hundred. And that was Dude, me not having nothing to do as a 11, 12-year-old kid.
2: That's the opposite of Kanye. Lock yourself in the room reading five books a day for three summers. <laughs> yeah, we ain't making beats. <laughs> we're out here reading, nigga. <laughs> read a book, we're my nigga.
1: Read, read a book. You can read a book. <laughs> uh, and the uh, next reality is the four point
0: three forty time. I thought he was
1: just talking shit right
2: there. I think I thought, he just was talking
0: shit. No, no, I no. no because shit. If you go back, Shannon was like, yeah, we can walk right across to uh, what he said to the sub. He said no. He said a sub four forty, and he was like, "We can go right across, to get you a sub." Cat dismissed it like, "Nigga, I'm for real. I'm I'm for real," and just kept uh, going. Like yeah, see, he I didn't
2: laugh he at just, it. I thought, I thought he, he just was just like talking
0: shit. I you trying to run a four today? No. Yes, he he, he tried he ran a, he tried to measure and run a four four today in a gym.
1: Yeah, I, I, I saw it. I saw the clip. <laughs> yeah, and
2: I can run. Look, look, If you, if you, if you listen to me talk long enough, I'll tell you that I run a four, five, and a forty. Like I've said that to people before. I'm like, I run a four, five, and a forty. Like, and like, but you just, 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 but do you do just it. throw it out there, right? Just say, just say it, and just see how they yeah, react. Like, yeah. They're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. And then
0: it's Scott, then they gonna show the dudes thing and say like four, four.
1: Like it wouldn't. Yeah, it turn four, his four, phone four, around. Like I clocked them.
2: <laughs> Bro, nah, yeah, like so, like so. There are little exaggerations like that, and it's like you have to move past them because even if it's the old dude on the block, the old drunk on the block that's giving the OG, he's going to exaggerate some stuff, but the overall message still remains. So He might tell you, oh yeah, I spent $5,000 on a watch one time, blah, 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 this happened and that happened, blah, blah, blah. And he gives you this whole story. Come not find out the watch was only $500, but that wasn't the moral of the story. Right, the moral of the story was everything else that happened and how he ended up losing the watch. It ain't about the, the so it's like, don't get caught up on the money part. There were other, like I said, there were plenty of other things that he said, um, uh, that were gems. Um, and then there were some other things that were very accusatory. Um, uh, to the point of that, if somebody I don't, I don't know, can you sue for defamation like of character? Like, I mean, I don't know, but it's, I'll say this. The
0: so idea of it, like, is isn't it defamation if you're believing that it is not true? You're you're willingly saying something you know is not true. He can't. You can't prove that he doesn't. He obviously pro. believes. It. Yeah, he believes it's it. He they,
2: believes they, it. And it
0: then, it's defamation. If I'm I'm obviously say, saying something I know is not true to defame <laughs> someone. That's how. That's when you give him defamation. Gotcha. So like with the with the Tasha K thing. Yeah, was I was just thinking about, about that. It I was proven to that. her that it was this wrong what she was saying, and she kept going. And that's right. where she got jammed up at.
1: Yes, Shout up. Is that the same chick Cardi B yeah, yeah, that's her. okay. Damn, yes. they on her ass. <laughs> baby?
2: Look, <let>, please understand. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hey, you gotta understand
0: when somebody don't know somebody for real. he doesn't know the name. Like, oh, they, I, appra-
2: Look, <laughs> I didn't know anything about it until the, the lawsuit happened. But I hope Cardi gets everything that she can because or she's
0: taking like, her ass's money. Like, yeah, so she's yeah, to she's taking it. everything,
2: her whatever yeah. she got. If she ain't got the every, money, she yeah. got, it does not matter. Period. You found a penny outside. That's mine. I want, I want my penny because. Give
1: me this couch.
2: People think people think it's a game. People they got
0: We've we mentioned OJ before. Shout out to you, Stacy. One of the biggest clips we've had is the OJ. You saying that he needed to sit down somewhere. But that you go OJ. Remember, the, I don't know if you knew the Goldmans would show up at his like events he would be at to try to get money. So OJ just started getting cash. Like you know, mm. they, hey, pay me, pay me in the back. <laughs> around the in corner cash. in cash no mm-hmm. checks for no appearances i want cash for all my all right. memorabilia uh
2: you know
3: appearances
2: mm. right. so amen so some things that cat wanted to clear up one thing that he talked about was Ricky Smiley um and his <clears> role <throat> in next in friday after next so um in friday after next Cat Williams plays Money Mike and Ricky Smiley plays like this Santa Claus character. Apparently Ricky Smiley said that he was supposed to be the Santa Claus, uh, was supposed to be Money right. Mike. He had auditioned for that. That's what he's supposed to be. But it was decided at the last minute that he wasn't gonna get it and he was going to be the Santa Claus. Cat Williams says, no, you were never supposed to be Money Mike. Money Mike. Like you just weren't, like you weren't supposed to be. Like that was never what you were auditioning for. That, that wasn't it, et cetera. Cube comes out, oh and then also to the, a couple other things he mentions in regards to Friday After Next are um, some of the writing that he did in regards to um, changing some of the lines in his uh, in the script or um, the scene with uh, in the bathroom with mm-hmm. him and uh, and yeah with uh, Emery Cruz and all of that and what was that it was actually supposed to be an actual. Sexual assault scene, not just implied that there was something was going to happen and they took it out. So, um, Q Ice Cube has responded and stated, um, one that yes, Ricky finally did audition or whatever, right? Everybody, you know, people auditioned and everything, but essentially what he said was that no, Ricky auditioned to be like, oh no, he said that everybody auditioned and they. Felt that Ricky would be a better uh, Santa, Claus. Santa Claus. Like that's essentially what he said. <laughs> but there's also a part where Cube has said that, basically making it seem like Cat didn't help write shit. He was like, you know, with any comedian or whatever, we let them help ad lib or let them get a couple of things off. And et he said cetera, the part cetera. was never
3: in there. And he, says, so and part he
2: said, and was never the in part. there. He Great part was never in there he was like i don't even roll like that he was like but i wouldn't take anything out of a script he's like but um he's like if it was in there then it would have stayed in there but it was never in there and i'm like uh well i i don't know simply put, had to but, be there if they was in the bathroom and he was trying to get out <laughs> he said he said that apparently the way that it's written is the way that it was always supposed to be, as far as it just uh, being implied or that, that that it was supposed to happen. It was never supposed to actually be shown or anything. And now I the reality is that you can't, you're not gonna show it on like very simply put, with players club, we know what happened to Ebony. We have we didn't see it. We didn't have to. It. Like we we didn't have to. We fully <clears throat> understood what happened. Um but the, what I'll say is this, just watching watching a lot of television and just even a lot of shows that have comedians who are able to do improv, right? There are so many shows that we watch every day that we have no idea that there's barely a script for because the actors are just really that good at, at improv. Like hell, Reno 911 is damn near all improv when you get done. Mm-hmm. It. Um, so, but to say that you didn't write that is kind of like a slap in the face because if there were ad-libs if there were things that were not in the script before i got it before i took the role and there were ad-libs that i added and now like i've kind of cre- helped create the character and i've done something i may not have a writing credit but you can't tell me that i didn't help write this character
3: mm-hmm.
2: like that to me that's a slap in the face to me like if i mean so um, and again, if, if you were literally saying, yeah, like, you know, we, we let them do that, blah, 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 but you ain't right shit. That's, that's it. So a lot of the comments on that are, so basically everything that Cat said was right. Cause you haven't said that he was wrong. Like no one's really saying that he's wrong. Yeah. Like at all. Like everybody is, Kind of circling around the questions or whatever, but no one like, ah, uh, cat just being cat, you know, cat, like, like a cat. just man, like I got too much other stuff to do, man. I got other stuff to do, man, to get that hate about your heart. But no one is saying you're wrong. The comment that he made about Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart's career and how quickly he skyrocketed gave me pause because it was like, but that's not true, he's right, like, he's no, it's not. Right. It's me, for me, for me, though, like, and like I said, so if you know, if you knew Kevin's heart career from the very, very beginning and I didn't know him from the beginning, I think Paper I didn't Soldier. see Kevin Hart I remember for the first out of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, like, yeah, so yeah, sense, sitcom, I know Kevin soldiers exist, the
1: WB sitcom, but it didn't last long. Yeah. The one with him and on Love. Yeah.
2: So, uh, again, yeah, I didn't see that. So the first time that I saw Kevin Hart with was so a 40 year old version. No, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. So, no, I'm sorry. No, I take it back. So it was so plain. And I remember saying the person who brought that bootleg over to me to watch. And I remember looking at her and looking at the TV and being like, so this, you think this shit is funny? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so it was like, what the hell? Is it? So it's like Soul Plane, but then it's like I see Forty Year Virgin, and I'm like, ain't that the dude from like Soul Plane? But then it's like, then it's like bam, then, every, then he's everywhere. So again, for someone who wasn't familiar with him before, it was kind of like, where the hell did he come from? So, um, but I, I understand that there were um, th- definitely some dues that he paid. <laughs> to get to, you know, where he needed to be. Like, he didn't just all of a sudden become this, you know, Hollywood uh, guy, but that, again, that idea that he just kind of came out of nowhere. If I thought that if I, if, if, if he gave me a second to think about it, there's somebody else out there who really is thinking about it.
0: Right. But I thought that I thought that was the biggest hater thing he did was the Kevin Hart stuff. Cause he basically positioned Kevin Hart as an enemy without like data. It was like, And it kind of gave people that, and to me, I felt the people that are like, oh yeah, he is a plant. I think he gave energy to people that were already haters of Kevin Hart already. Mm -hmm. So it was like confirmation bias of like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. it." And that's the brilliance somewhat of what Kat did. He understood that there's a lot of people that don't mess with these certain sets of people. I can hit them because people, I can confirm whatever thoughts and ideas they have about these sets of comedians. Cause he didn't come, yeah. and you notice the people he came after were it's Kevin Hart can Snap. But if you notice he didn't come after nobody that could really hit them jabs, like he ain't not go after Mike Epps. He even said no hate for Dio Hugh because he know Dio Hugh could cook you. Like yeah. I'm thinking of all the people that could that were comedic genius that could cook cook him yeah. up. Um, yeah. He was real strategic with that. I, I gotta give him but props chappelle for that and, right <laughs> chappelle and other people like that. He knew yeah. he couldn't take shots at like that.
3: Yeah, but I like, but he I he felt actually, like, everything else I was
0: but I think that Kevin Hart stuff was like, damn, like, because I feel like to me that he feels he should be Kevin Hart. That's the way it came off to me. That was, that was like the only thing I felt like a hater because he was like, yeah, you know, that role in
2: such and such, and such. Thing. Yeah, he, he said, said he said every, he said, he said for five years straight, every role that ke- every movie that Kevin Hart was in was on my desk first. So what do you, that make, doesn't it? That feels like a hater. <laughs> way. That, so, I mean, it's, li- it's literally the ex boyfriend at the wedding saying you know i used to fuck her right it's Ray, <laughs> it's it's Ray it. this Ray i, to, J. I hit first i hit first i used first. To fuck with her. i used, to, I used to, you know i used to mess with him right like you know i used to mess with her like hey. so what, like okay but you're not there now so like it's like okay that's great that you used to but i'm here Good now day. like i'm actually I had they, some other they, shit
1: going on, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, fat phase online. Fat phase online. Fat phase online. Please understand that that is the funniest shit I've ever heard. And, and I think it was been, just throwing
1: shots at him because he's always on Vlad. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. It is, and um, Faison is a hater. No, no, but, so let's But, just, said,
1: but Faison said some stuff about Kat, too. I be, like
0: yeah, I Fader, but Faison
2: Phazon is also a hater. So that's oh. just kind of it.
0: Trust assured, you know I wasn't bumping for uh for right. Faizon in this at all. Like yeah, trust Faizon, but uh, what Shannon
2: said, Faizon been caught astray. Faizon been caught astray. Shannon did not know what to do, and I felt so well, bad People have you, honestly, Be- People been talking mm-hmm. a lot of shit about Shannon with
0: this. Who would have been able to stop that train? I would have let him know. If
2: so, it was me, like I, I would have let feel, him know. I feel bad. Like I said, I feel bad for Shannon because um, one of the things that Kat said when he first, at the beginning of the thing, was that he really wanted to be on the show because he likes the way that Shannon handles himself during interviews. He likes how he's prepared, how he does his homework. Shannon is sitting there with his with his cards and he has his questions ready and all of trip. that. And he is supposed to be a safe space and all he's. hey, Kat, how you doing? Let me tell you. About these niggas Rick, you know, and said, Rick, no. he all these niggas.
1: <laughs> and they <name> was liars.
2: <laughs> and then they all of them sitting here, and in, in, and the whole time is like he's not even sitting back. Cat is sitting up like this. And let me tell you, something, and when somebody is always sitting up like <laughs> he, this, he aware. He, he, he He's
1: aware, he fully always
2: aware. He's like, and this not do that. So I felt bad for Shannon. Well, one, he could not have done this interview anywhere else. He could not have done this interview on Drink Champs. Because it would have been twelve hours long. Nori no kept ignoring him. <laughs> Nori would not have let him finish one goddamn story every time. So I am very thankful that he got to go to Shannon. <laughs> the, and I don't want to call it a problem. The but it is a problem. The problem is is that. The names that he was dropping were friends of Shannon, or people that had been on the show, or people that Fran- Shannon wanted to have on the show. So how there's only so much that you can say. Is only so, you can't even laugh too much because he's going in on these people that you have relationships with. So it's like it's one thing for Cat to say it, and you're listening to it because that you know you're you're having this interview, right? I can't fault you for that. But if you start giggling a little too much, and you're supposed to be my homeboy like now hold on, you grin, you win. Yeah. Chill please- out. Cause I, cause I was like, man, what did
1: Ludacris do?
2: <laughs> Ludacris called us. Ludacris, well, Ludacris is a, evidently an Illuminati. He got him. A, what do they say? You get a light skinned a, a, skin, a light skin weird faced wife. Got to get you him out the pamphlet, <laughs> right, <like, it> <laughs> that was like, funny though. It was. It was extremely funny. Like everybody just cops straight. Like he's like, yeah, I got invited to an Illuminati event. Did you? Mm. You're like, oh. Hmm. tell me but more it was interesting. the only thing that it was interesting he
0: said he said that harvey weinstein wanted me to suck his dick and then i showed up the next day it was two more of me there and i was like so hold on did you suck it i'm assuming if the, 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 the sucking dick was a prerequisite <clears throat> to be able to come to this set to do whatever and he said two more other dudes was there and he's like i'm trying to wonder how they got here they what? I wonder what they did i'm like so did you too then if everybody's to do it I'm you know, there's
2: there's a, there's something else that he says in there. And I know exactly what you're talking about, but there's something else that he says in there, like something like he's like, yeah, Harvey Weinstein offered to suck my dick in front of my all of yeah. my, uh, my people whatever, right and blah blah, blah blah. So I get I don't know if he said like whatever it was that he said, he says something else, and then he says, but then he goes, next day he's back over there, and it's two other there's two people there I guess that maybe they got in the movie or something. like maybe that's what it was. I'm trying to remember exactly what the story was, so let's say you had to perform this act to get into the movie. Cat was like, no, so Cat doesn't get into the movie. But the next day, he ends up seeing two other actors who are now in the movie. So he's like, so what did y'all do to get into this movie? But
0: he's still there though
2: <laughs> at the he set. Came, he came back. <laughs> I'm just trying you to figure look, out the, the math. You can look, You can't ask these types of questions. You like we're trying to we're trying to throw logic into this.
0: This was super fun. It was just fun. Just let it be fun.
2: Like, what the hell are you on? Like, (laughs) would you quit trying to throw logic into this? Duh. Um, What he said about said, he was like, they said it's supposed to be the entertainer. He's supposed to be able to sing and dance and and all of these things and act. And we found out that he couldn't do any of those things. I think said can sing. I think he's going to drop an album, but he's no Wayne Brady. But Mm -hmm. um, said can said can hold a tune. But. It is interesting that said, uh, well, no, it is a show that he's on that I don't watch because every time that I tape Jeopardy, uh, the one it always comes on at the end, the neighborhood, the neighborhood to the mm-hmm. Shayna Arnold, the neighborhood, yeah, yeah. So I think is that's I don't know if that's in syndication or if that's actually on TV I right now, it's still on, uh, on CBS, yeah. Hey, yeah. look, I had no clue, like I said, every time this that they I see, like five, too. Yep. Yeah, like every time that I tape, oh, and that's funny, we're going to get to shit didn't make it to season five later on. That's another <laughs> conversation. But uh, like I said, every time that I tape Jeopardy, it's always on it like, uh, it's like the thing that's on before or like it'll catch that beginning. And I'm like, what the hell is this show? Oh, but I, I've never heard anybody talk about it.
0: I, know, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's fun. I mean, it's decent, decent, regular 30 minute sitcom comedy. Gotcha.
2: But yeah, but that is a question. Like can, I mean, said, I mean, what he had J- Johnson family vacation, but it said like really a leading man. Um, and some people just aren't leading men.
0: What about the cleaner? Remember he did that for the cleaner where he was like a spy. I don't,
2: I don't even remember that. Like no I don't maybe I, do, it, but I but. don't remember
1: it kind of cuz I think I only seen it once <laughs>
2: but very simply put his role on uh, the Steve Harvey show was fine for him like it's, it's like you don't want to say oh he's destined to be a sidekick but some people just aren't leading men or there's just there just needs to be a role that is right for him but again said really? has still been working all this time like there's I think said is absolutely hilarious I don't think he's unfunny like there I mean there's plenty of unfunny folks that are out there but I don't think said is one of them so yeah. that, cri- that criticism with said is a little unwarranted for me as far as the joke is concerned, everybody's like it's different because said was in a spaceship, but Cat was in a car. Okay, it but knocking, knocking. Hmm. Not
1: knocking. got the knocking like it's some. Hold on,
2: hold on. <laughs> yeah, let me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody,
1: hey, you like
2: know, that ain't nobody but Skoda. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the, hey, hey, boy, the, the bike on me, too. <laughs> Yeah, do that dad (laughs)
1: Yeah, Hey! Hey! (laughs) Give me an hour. What's up, y'all? This is RVS. This is R-O-D, a.k.a. Rated R. And we are the We Comer For You cast, and we talk about pro wrestling from a black dude's perspective. Tell them what they can expect on this her podcast. Oh, we're gonna give you all the raw and dirty and the everything black from AEW WWE Impact Wrestling and any other wrestling in between. If you want your wrestling unfiltered, uncensored, and you want it raw, you need to subscribe to the We Come For You Cast. Right here on SOLC Network. Hey. hey. Alright. Yeah, we Go ahead, go, go ahead. <laughs> hey, I can't.
2: Oh, Snap. I didn't remember what I was talking about. Um <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, that's okay. I'm seeing now, so with there's. Joke, that. The
0: joke I mean, we might as well transition. Oh
2: to the joke yeah, thing. so with the with the joke thing, so yeah. the idea is that Cat Williams told a joke, um, on Comic View. First off, I don't remember. I don't. When did I stop watching Comic View? Because I absolutely don't remember Cat Williams being on there. I think.
1: I've seen him on there a couple times, but I didn't I know who he was him. at the time. I didn't know
2: who he was till the uh, next
1: Friday but after
2: next. You know, I think I had to. I must have stopped watching Comic View later or earlier than I thought I did because I just don't remember him being on there. But yeah. uh, so there's a joke that he did uh, similar to the spaceship. Um, you know, uh, you got turn on the music, all that shit, blah blah, blah thing that uh, that said did in Kings of Comedy. The cat shit was like in 98,
3: 98. Mm-hmm.
2: 98 and King's of Comedy came out 99 2000. 2000. 2000? Yeah,
0: yeah 2000, came, out came out 2000 but they recorded 99. Yeah, 99.
3: they
2: recorded 99 so they did in 2000. Mm-hmm. So it's the idea that said, I mean that um, yeah, said heard the joke. Um it was also in a um promo for Comic View. So even if you hadn't seen the episode, if you saw a Comic View promo, you would have seen the joke. Um, and he says that Sid stole it. Sid said, no, the hell I didn't. I didn't do it. Um, and then Kat continues to believe that it was a stolen joke. Um, and we were you know saying before the show, like, there's just these little nuances when it comes to joke stealing. Right. Like there's a there can be a concept that's in your head that is not foreign to anybody else. Right. It's a, it's a normal. It's just a daily observation. And then you do something with it. I can't like, so if we're talking about bottled water and I think designing is nasty, bottled water, that's not a crazy concept, right? A lot of us gonna say that, but three of, we can all come up with three different jokes about that. But are you going to tell me that I stole Scott's joke because I was talking about designing water? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I mean, designing mm-hmm. water is nasty. It's that's the premise. You're saying,
3: like, you know what
2: I'm saying? Like, like that's the premise. Designing water is nasty. When we get done, that's what you're going to learn from this joke. So whatever it is that we say, that's what it is. So it's the like again, the idea of you having music up too loud and you gotta turn it down so that you can back in the space or you know whatever, that's it's not it's a common observation. And kind of
1: like um, Chris Tucker and um Eddie Griffin in the nineties, they both always did like Michael Jackson jokes. True. <laughs> you know, always did something. They wasn't Very the true. same, but you know, one gonna talk like Michael Jackson, the other one gonna kind of dance
2: like Michael Jackson. Both know? Eddie Griffin <laughs> and Chris Tucker really believed that they are Michael Jackson. Eddie Griffin <laughs> really believed that he was. Yes, like, he, he really believed that he was indeed Michael Jackson. Chris Tucker or Christmas. Christmas.
3: Christmas.
2: Um uh, gets to uh got to hang out with Mike. So there's that part of it. But yeah, Christmas. And then the fact that he said that Chris Tucker is uh Epstein Island.
0: Yeah. That one went undercover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said,
2: there there are, there's a lot of shit that he said. And like I said, so again, when it comes to slander or um or libel or defamation, it's like that's a to 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 make that claim about me like what like what do you mean by that so it's like they it it gets deep into that so um chris tucker isn't going to respond um uh, because chris tucker chris tucker has the type of money where you don't have to respond mm-hmm. and and you would think that
0: the other his pr person should be kicking his ass he Who? shouldn't respond to with nothing kevin hart's Cause there's wow. no way he can respond to what Cat did. Cause any response to Cat feeds into whatever narrative he said about you on there, and he directly fed into what Cat was saying about you being a part of the industry. Cause you're like, oh yeah, Cat, you need to simmer down, watch my trailer. That sounds like somebody that is a, a capitalistic, like industry type person.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you came with street stuff. You can't, you you can't go. It's like when uh. When, uh, and remember in Rocky, you've seen y'all seen Rocky 5 when he fight Tommy, her, uh, Tommy. Gunn I, at have, the
2: end in the street. I have seen all of the Rockies, haven't I, baby? <laughs> <laughs> go.
0: So at the end, they fought in the street. That was a different fight mm-hmm. with uh, Tommy gun in the street. He took him to the street. That's a different fight, Kevin. Don't you shouldn't you should just what? Uh, what did uh, what was the uh, my dude that plays on Wonder Years that was his manager? He's like, don't touch me, I'll sue. <laughs>
1: Oh, That's you, exactly you, what yeah,
0: Kevin yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. touch me. I'll sue. Like, you got yours off. He should not have responded. None of those big heavyweights should ever Everybody respond. Should to There's no way
2: you can win. You can't you win. Can't. You can't. That's it. There Unless
0: you're in the gutter. Like Pays Love can get in the gutter with him because it's in the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Michael Blackson. Pays on <laughs> Yeah. But said, don't say nothing. Kevin, I'm wow. disappointed you said anything.
2: 35 million views And it's like And the thing is The YouTube shorts And and here's the thing A lot of people have not watched the whole Fucking video People are watching three hours worth of clips (laughs) Or they'll be like Yeah, I I did watch the interview And I'm like, you watched all the the interviews Like somebody in the group said um was like well no I, I didn't remember him saying nothing about ludicrous he absolutely spoke about ludicrous because watch- that's why that's what i get for just watching the clips Girl, it's three hour film.
1: because if you watch the whole thing he'll shout out earthquake as a comedian being funny he just says he can't act because he can't
2: read. That's right. exactly what he said. He said, yeah. Earthquake, can't you act? You're like, Earthquake, can't He's like, like, he's funny. He's but then he goes back, and later on, he absolutely mentions that Earthquake is yeah. funny as fuck to him. That he is. He's like, absolutely yeah. funny, and just bang, just bam, yeah. bam, it's, bam, it's, bam,
1: bam. Just said can't us. put him in movies.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot was said but then the, the other part is again there were things that he said as far as so again all these stories of comedians coming out and up and coming comedians are ones that are well established now saying that they were in a club one night and some beautiful woman walked up and handed them a thousand dollars and kind yeah. of find out that it was because Cat Williams was in the club so that idea uh, his his overall message of what he was saying right about him um, giving to people and making sure the people are fed and that they're, and that how many people he's taking on the road with him. That's all that's real period. Like, again, it's not him having to brag about it. Like we, we know about him paying for the Hollywood walk of fame star from Melba Moore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I, you know, I didn't know her, but you know, I, I knew what she had done and I, that's what I did. So his, uh, um, the, the philanthropy that he does or just even just making sure that people are good is that but then but to that point he talks about gatekeepers and gatekeepers in Hollywood and we do know that gatekeepers exist but that's not what gatekeepers exist in each and every industry that there is period there are gatekeepers in construction there are gatekeepers in fixing your toilet there's someone everywhere uh but he mentions, he's like, didn't Kevin Hart open up the door for Tiffany Haddish and this is that blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, Kat, haven't you opened up some doors for some people? Like, yeah. am I crazy? Like, if you're telling me that you have taken all these people out on tour with you and blah, blah, blah. Lunale. That's, oh, <laughs> right, Lunell, everything. Like, all uh, that, red, that red. is, <laughs> That's opening doors. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't don't try to make it seem like opening up doors for others is a bad thing because you're absolutely doing that. Like, the, like you you're literally telling us a story about how you do that, how you open up doors for others. So, um, again, opening up doors for anybody isn't a bad thing. If you if if you're in a position that you can help somebody get something, um, and, and you can do it, like it doesn't have. To, again, we always say it doesn't have to be financial when it comes to support. It could be simply mentioning your name in a room where your name wouldn't have been uh, mentioned before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this uh everybody would like think people ask people like, man, I want this wrapped up in a couple of days. I'm like, oh no, this won't be wrapped up in a couple of days.
1: Oh, it'll take a week.
2: It's going to take a week. Look, Chloe mm-hmm. Bailey had a baby and we were like, girl, fuck you in that baby. I <laughs> we knew you were pregnant. We knew we your knew ass was pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> We've been trying to find out about that baby for the past nine months and now you want to show us, Junior, girl, fuck you and Junior. We tried hey, look, to they should have
0: held kids. out. They should have held out on uh, bringing out Junior. They should have waited. Like, we go, we was going to tell everybody, let's wait two weeks after this cat thing. Oh,
2: listen, mm-hmm. on me, if I can, I, because I've always joked that like I would keep my pregnancy a secret, right? And then plus with my, my, um well my mom not living here and i don't go outside the house no way i can play it off like i can get away with it like what until this nose starts getting big and i got to figure out how to contour it then i'm straight but if i'm gonna hide it all that time until yeah, you, you know ignore all the things I'm, I'm a, i' am i want to see how long i can keep this going <laughs> how long can i have this secret baby that everybody know about but don't nobody know about so you just pop just up just with it. Just pop up on the like first my kid's first birthday party, and now here's the picture of the back of my baby's head, and you can kind of see the the cake and everything. I mean, and Janet me Jackson did
0: like, it already. Like I said, Janet Jackson didn't she do that already? I because
2: yeah, that kid
0: about
1: seven. We ain't seen that baby since. I'm talking about the kid that's 35, uh, 30.
0: Uh,
2: uh, Listen, <laughs> the stop break. it. I knew, what he, I knew what he was talking about, and that's why I was
0: trying to ignore me. I was like,
2: What about I Janet was trying Trayton? to ignore the hell? Oh, I knew exactly what the hell he was talking about. Let it go. That is not Janet Babe. I'm reading that girl. <laughs> that is, yeah, funny.
3: this.
1: I know, I know, uh. Cat threw a lot of bullets, but what did he say about Ari Spears? I don't, I don't remember hearing Ari Spears' name at all. Uh, let me,
0: let's Google this.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't maybe, remember. Maybe Spears
1: responded to him or something. Yeah, I would
2: say I don't even remember because he have made a video. <laughs> so what's funny is, so again, I'm a, I'm looking at an article on Vulture. Um, it was updated January the fifth. Cat will Cat Williams scorches the earth and every comedian on it, um, and they go through everything that he said to, about everybody else. So literally, each person, um, he, he look Kevin Hart, such the entertainer. They actually wrote out what he said. I well, he did, did I just, him
0: at all. I'm looking here. He just was responding, yeah. and then okay. Kevin yeah.
2: okay. yeah, I, I just like did that. Control F Aries, and it didn't <laughs> pop up. Hey, yeah. what I will say though. And I'm glad that I just rolled past this name, Jonathan Majors. Let me tell you something.
0: Oh shit. I'm I didn't see work. it. Okay. Uh, new, I we, get my to new this. entry.
2: New I entry. New entry. Uh, because into this the, is funny the, as hell. This is funny as fuck. He said that they went around the world for two years and told any woman who would listen that this was a good looking nigga. And when I tell you that I screamed because I have never thought that Jonathan Majors was attractive. He was on what was it? Lovecraft Country. Yeah, or whatever a, is that the show that he was on? Yeah, so yeah. that's when women were like, "Girl, this guy with blood. I'm like, oh, "What's this big nose nigga y'all looking at?" And it's not because he has a big nose. You can have a big nose and still be attractive. He isn't. And I and I'm just sitting there like, "Why do y'all like this dude?" And he's sexy. No, he's not. And then he's doing more and more movies, and I'm like, "That's great." And then somebody tried to say he was not ugly. He was poor. No, I'm seeing some some very very attractive broke ass niggas. No. This is not one of things. Flavor Flav, Flav had the, money. Flavor Flav had money. And Flavor Flav is still ugly as <laughs> sin, I assure you. So Jonathan Majors has never been attractive to me. So like I cracked up when he said that because I was like finally somebody else. Cause I'm like, it's it has been, it has behooved me this entire time. Like, why do people think that he is so attractive? Every like, time
1: I <laughs> Every time I see Jonathan Majors, he always looked like a uh, like a nigga that was cool with my daddy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely does look like he's from the wrong decade. <laughs> I'm like, why are you he, back in
3: 65?
2: right. <laughs> like, he absolutely look he's from the wrong decade. Like, if this nigga would have been an extra and let's do it again, I wouldn't have been shocked.
3: <laughs> mm, and and they, <laughs> he look
2: you looking real city portier ish like it he there's definitely a he, he has an old face.
1: I, I got a question. How long is Megan Good
2: staying?
1: Oh, until something yeah, else. Till by, by, by spring. <laughs> Bye. I mean,
0: the interview today kind of boxed Terry in for a minute because he was like, mm-hmm. she's been stuck by my side." Oh, was, she treated me like Coretta, and then he looked at her because she was at the interview. So it was like, you know, if she leaves oh, tomorrow, he,
2: did he say? Oh, he said that she like Coretta like, held
0: me down like Coretta. Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I, I just it. posted in the group. It,
1: it's a meme. It's a meme. Just
2: oh, white. I can't <laughs> wait for Coretta because like some kind of like no 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 no, like. no 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 because when I heard that audio of him cussing <laughs> out this white woman and being upset. At his alabaster queen, because she couldn't hold him down like Coretta Scott and like Michelle Obama, and I'm like, well, here's the problem. One, there's a there's a couple of reasons why. And again, this is not to say that a white woman cannot hold down her man. I'm not saying that because we didn't see the Hillary hold it down for Bill for a long time. What I'm saying is, is that it is hilarious, and it's just like. The, what is the word? There's a word that I want, and I, it, it has left my mm-hmm. mind. But just the idea that you have found this 6F queen and have decided that...
0: Six F. Uh, can you explain 6F to those people that may not understand?
2: 6F, that is the it's a hashtag 6Fs, which is the hex color code for white. So oh. if you ever are... I
0: thought that was um one of those the hair uh, things I do with the four C. I thought that was the white woman's version of like four C. Nope.
2: so just like um like so uh pound sign. So the zero 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 that's all black. Um zero 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 no yeah zero 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 FF is royal blue. Don't ask why. No hex codes. It's just
3: oh I yeah, know yeah okay.
2: But those are hex codes. So but yeah to um yeah the six F woman Um, so yeah so this 6f woman and you are literally looking at her and being upset that she is not able to hold you down like the proud black women of of other times and it's like (laughs) when i'm and it's kind of like well yeah i could um i can see
1: how (laughs) like yes i can (laughs)
2: fix like yes
1: i'll fix you some oxtail stew (laughs)
2: right but yeah he said that they went around the world for two years to tell any woman who would listen that this wasn't a good-looking nigga but so here's you know there was another reel that i saw um of someone mentioning that some of the things that kat said in regards to um Big nose men and big buff dudes, you know, referencing Jonathan Majors or white women or, you know, a a light skinned, weird faced wife. Some of those things applied to Shannon. Shannon Mm. also has a big nose. Shannon's also Mm -hmm. very big and muscular like um, Jonathan Majors is. Um, Shannon, I don't think is currently dating anyone, but I believe that there was um, a, uh, uh,
3: life a woman. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, the I mean,
0: kids are lighter kids. I'm assuming that they're. Yeah, are. I believe
2: there was a woman of a Caucasian persuasion that he was involved with. So, um, but that that was just funny in itself, like the fact that she, the girl in the reel was like, "Yeah, she's like, what happens when?" And then there's a point where like she's, and then so when Kat is like, he's like, "So these big, like, when did y'all start liking big notes and He's like, "So if this nigga is uh, is a uh, good looking, then every nigga <laughs> is good looking." But he's pointing. He's not pointing at Shannon. But remember, he's already sitting up like this. Yes. Yeah, so- up. I'm pointing like that. Am I pointing at you? Shannon there at the cue because oh stop. I'm just, come on now. I, I, I ain't gonna be able to have nobody else on this show, man. Man, <laughs> right hey what you he saying? like, you're gonna get Oprah next. <laughs> that
0: part <laughs> that part. Well, shout out to you, Shannon. This is monumental. Uh, none of your other venues will be this big ever. Even if you get Obama, ever
2: way to ever kick again. your off, man. There's I don't know who we could have on at this point to top this, and because it's not even
0: Michael Jordan, but he got to be he got to be shitting on LeBron James. No,
1: I got to talk about the- Isaiah, him and Isaiah.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I'll take that too. I'll take yeah. that too. I'll take the Isaiah slander and Scott. If you're not gonna do LeBron, I gotta get Isaiah and Scotty slander at the same time. If you're not gonna give me LeBron slander,
1: yeah, or Scotty you know. Isaiah Scotty. Or Scotty talk about me. He got his son out here with my with my ex. You know. All right, <laughs> <laughs> nobody he can get. Nobody.
0: So get like it. every
2: other. Like I said, every other video that he had. I think the one that he there's one. I think the one with Steve Harvard, one of them was like only 9 million. I think 9 million was, I think the highest one that he had had. So he was still, so he was doing numbers. He was doing great numbers. He was doing just fine. Um, but once he hit, like I said, it was like, he was at 5 million early that day. And then it just was, and then as the day went on, it was just like more and more and more and more. And for those out there in the world of social media, you know, this is fucking amazing. Cause it's all organic. <laughs> yep. None of this is
0: paid. Yeah. Cam and none of was pushing paid. it literally everywhere. My my supervisor, who is a fifty eight year old um Turkish man. He he was like what is this, this cat Williams thing it's on my front of my youtube page like it's
2: not everywhere. even it's, it's just it's, pushing to it. It. <laughs> it's everywhere it was on cnn cnn talked about it so it it went from a small number of people i ain't gonna say a small number of people i mean you yeah, have millions of views so you have a, a a a subset of people who know about this podcast A subset of people who know who Shannon Sharp was because there are people who knew who Shannon Sharp was but didn't know he had a pocket, didn't know that Club Shay Shay existed. So you have people who are just now for the first time hearing this damn uh, podcast, people who knew Cat Williams, but then you hear, because me hearing Cat Williams is going to be on Shannon Sharp. Okay. I'll watch it at some point. Yeah. But that, like I said, that morning, somebody posting and being like, Cat Williams is gone. Like, he, he is out there. And I'm like, wait, what, cat, what happened to K Williams? Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> okay, well, hold on. I'm not doing nothing else for it? the rest of the day.
0: I don't know if I predicted it mentally, but the way he took a picture with him and I promoted it on YouTube. And I was like, huh. And he's like, yeah, I'll be out tomorrow. And I was like, huh. I wonder how that's going to go. That's going to be an interesting conversation. Mm. But I didn't think it was going to be this. But it, just looking at it, it was like,
2: huh. I wonder what he got to say. Because he don't... Used so exactly. to, say. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, and then he pro, I mean, he's pretty much the exact same promo he does for anybody else. Like, here's a picture of us, mm-hmm. interview coming out tomorrow, right? And yep. again, based on who you're speaking with, determines if I want to listen to your interview. I love, <laughs> um, the, the news journalist Torre, I don't listen to every interview because I don't care about sometimes the people we talk to, but
3: if you it's like somebody like RB
0: money, like I love RB I B. like RB money, R. B. money. yeah. Saying. I didn't listen to that episode. I uh, I can't do OG Genesis. I just opted out on even listening to that episode. I'm just not it going to It was
1: actually I, a good, It was actually a decent listen. I listened really to it. A, I don't see how he's on there. I don't understand why he <laughs> <They>, even <laughs> They didn't have no they didn't have no R&B people. So That's okay. I was like, are we running I'm out of R&B to it while, No, I listened to it while I was uh, working out, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, "Did we run out already?" I, was like, I could give them a list of small R&B people they need to get on here if we yeah. had OG Genesis. I'm like, damn. Therefore, but man let, man let, we gonna jump into one of the uh some cooler i think that was a funny topic but these are more of our wheelhouse the music we're did the top 100 r&b songs of all time we're not gonna go through all of them i'm just gonna go for 25 on down <laughs> so we're just gonna yeah 25 usher you don't have to call 24 alicia keys you don't know my name 23, Janet Jackson, all for you. 22, Sir John Redcorn. Destiny's Child, cater to you. Number 20, Michael Jackson, you rock my world. Number 19, SZA, snooze. Number 18, Solange, cranes in the sky. Number 17, he wasn't man enough. Number 16, pretty wings. Number fifteen, rock the boat. Number fourteen, love on top. Oh, all these are the, for the twenty first century, y'all too. So before y'all get yeah, mad about I was just anything, gonna. I was. You know, I
2: was actually going to tell you that. I was actually going to tell you that. I'm like, I said. So these actually are only for the twenty first century, not of all. Yeah, twenty
0: first century. Because oh, I can see somebody okay. talking about where that yeah. Keith Sweat song at. I can, I already okay. saw somebody in the comments. It, it hit me while I was going through it. And somebody would be saying, "What about Keith yeah. Sweat? How deep is your love?" For that like,
2: baby right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't got no Atlantic Star. I don't see no Atlantic Star on there. No Midnight Star. You either. mean you mean tell me Peebo ain't make it? So that's why. Yeah, you got
0: no SOS
3: you know. band. Like We had no hey. SOS band. Ain't there not one
2: damn Isaac Brother song on there? Fuck around. It might be an Isaac Brother song. Actually, is there? Isley Should Brothers be on, on here. I'm that, I was say I'm like, well, I was just be like well, I'm being funny, but wait a minute, it shouldn't be one on there. It, it's not, yeah. It's yeah. not impossible.
0: The to right top is 14, 13, Daniel Saison, her best part, number 12, Fronten, Jay-Z, number 11, Adorn, Miguel, number 10, Brandy, Full Moon, number nine, Erica Badu, Bag Lady, number eight, John Legend, Ordinary People. Seven Alicia Keys falling six Frank Ocean Thinking About You, five Mariah Carey We Belong Together, four Marriage Mary J. Mary J. Blige Be Without You, three Beyonce Danger in Love, Two D'Angelo, Number Two Untitled How Does It Feel, and Number One Usher Confessions, Part Three, Part Two. What y'all mm. think?
2: So what I say is <laughs> the overall list isn't bad. It does have good songs. I don't like the order. There are definitely some things that I don't think be- think belong in the top twenty five,
3: yeah. um,
2: but but could be but should be on the list, but not necessarily the top twenty five. And again, it's harder with what you're saying the twenty first century because you are going to get some newer songs that are in there that are great. <laughs> but then it's like. So a great example of that is number 13, the um, Daniel Caesar and her song, um, uh, You're the Best Part. Please understand that Stacy fucking loves that song. Like, I don't know if there is a specific melody or a note that can evoke emotion in you. But when that song comes on, I'm already about to go in. Like it's already open for me. It, but I mm-hmm. will say this, once he starts singing, I, I kind of get better because I don't, th- I don't like how he sounds on that
3: song.
2: <laughs> like with her, it's just so just beautiful. And then he starts singing and I'm like, is this your little brother you let, they told you he had to come to the studio with you or what? But like I said, I love that song am i gonna put it before some of my other favorites from the last 21st century that i can't yeah, say
1: i got yeah there's some songs that i didn't like ain't no chris brown song not a chris brown song right. uh and, no no rihanna unfaithful no neo so right. sick <laughs> uh,
2: like and i think and the thing is i think those are on the list it's not in that top 25 not, yeah but them, um, those are top 25.
1: <laughs> this so exactly. So has five songs
0: on the list. Chris Brown right. does. So Chris Brown. Okay. So like
2: I said, like there's the um the, the 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 lie that's out there that I hate Beyonce. That's not true. I absolutely just don't care about her. There's the difference. I'm nothing her. But there are <laughs> songs that she has that I fucking love, right? Period. There if a song is a song. If I like a song, I like a song. And Love on Top, again, is Stacy shit. I don't cry when I sing it, but I will probably go hoarse trying to hit them high notes, all right? Because I'm going to sing it loud and off-key. Love on Top is my jam. I don't think, it, I don't know if it belongs in the top 25. Bring the beat in! That's it, and she's it, and got Dangerous thing. Love is on there. Um, I think an argument can be made for it being in the top 25, I think an argument can be made because when that album went so one, 'cause cause it got released what twice. So when it, when it dropped on her album, um, that's when people like really, really got into it. And, um, you know, women were, it was playing at people's weddings and shit like that. So, uh, I think an argument could possibly be made for that being in the in the in the top twenty-five. I don't know if it'd be not top ten, but I give it top twenty-five. I think argument could be made. But um I don't it's it's so like music is so subjective. And like so mm-hmm. even, Mary J be without <laughs> you. That was a big song for her, huge hit for her. Um and I think a couple of years ago, Billboard had that as like the number one song of like RB song of however many years or, or whatever. So, uh, but I don't, does it get to be number four compared to anything else Mary has been? Now, Mariah, will we belong together being number five popularity wise mm-hmm. and what that song did? I get it. Like it's, like I said I don't necessarily disagree with the list it's just the order. I think things would be in different yeah. places the order
1: yeah, would be a little different like, all for you Janet I'm a big Janet Jackson fan but that's not a top 25 song I don't think
2: it's <coughs> not it ain't it's not it's, not. it's absolutely yeah. not and it yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even it wasn't even out there like that it wasn't even a big I, I wasn't yeah. hearing it everywhere like when a song is done too much when you, when it gets to that point that you're sick of it because it's everywhere I didn't yeah. that wasn't that song um, nine so they got Erica Badu bag lady and it's the the um the remix that has that plays explosive explosive um, as much as I love as much as I love that that version. Um, but I think for the longest, I didn't have the album. So that was the only version that I knew was the video version and then or on the <laughs> radio. And then when I actually heard the real version, and I was like, the real version hits me hard. Like, I, that mm-hmm. means way more to me than this one does. Um, does it need to be in top 10?
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know. Like I said, so I would
3: part
0: say... Of me, part your, of me would say, like, Windows C was something I would put above Bag Lady for... Song yeah, like Windows.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Windows it actually yeah, windows seed and bag lady. Um are they on the same album? And
1: even though uh-huh. I know it's it's on a hip hop album, no, really. I consider it an RB song. Prototype should have been on there.
2: <laughs> Proto I feel like we don't talk about prototype enough. And I'm just gonna say it. I don't <laughs> think that people talk about prototype enough. Prototype is an amazing song that just <laughs> doesn't get the the love that it deserves. It's, just, it's almost like a sleeper hit, and it's not.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so many people have remade perfect. it too. Mm-hmm. It? Yeah, Kevin Ross remade it. Um, Raheem Devine remade it. Tanks got a version of it. Like it's a gang of people that have redone. Protocol. I
2: think
1: I heard Raheem Devine's version of it. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: See, look, Brandy Full Moon at number 10. Full Moon, like, that Full Moon album is actually when Brandy lost me. Because first two mm-hmm. albums, I was all in. Full Moon was the, was the album that I was like... Yeah.
1: Never Say Never was the second album, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: Never Say was Never a, was the second
3: one. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, our first one, the second album was Never Say Never. So, I'm so when Full Moon came out, I'm, I'm Let's let's get it. And I'm like, ah. and and but there are some people who, um, that's that album changed their lives. So, I mean, again, music is so subjective, like this. So it, it's a, uh, what what makes this the top? Like, how how did y'all decide what was? What was the criteria like? I know. Y'all that, sales. I mean,
0: that, that never say never was my joint though. Like uh,
1: that album was.
0: Yeah, never say never. <laughs> a,
2: yeah, Monica and Brandy's albums—they're both of their second albums. That was what summer was, was it?
1: Yeah, during our high school years.
2: Yeah, that was me and my best friend Smat. The summer '98, nigga, listen in a Misty Blue and almost doesn't count. Mag, and somebody so musically dumped
0: us. Is the second Monica album got with Ghetto Symphony on there? Is that on that one? Yep.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, so uh, yeah, Monica's second album is the boy. It's called "The Boy Is Mine."
1: I don't Where, get down on the first, on the first night. night. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but that, but Angel of Mine is on there. Um Like I said, her she did a remake of Misty Blue that's on there. Um It's really good. So I, damn, ninety eight
1: was a good year. Ninety eight
2: was a good. Take <laughs> me back.
1: These kids just don't know. <laughs> don't know
2: shit I, I, I realize there is no Asley
0: Brothers on this list. And the re- there is a reason why. I believe there's the outlawed person that is involved with that song that is that we have yeah. in our group that is outlawed. That is why I believe the Asley Brothers contagious is not on there.
1: Yeah, contagious.
0: That,
2: that makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. The, I, and I'm assuming that's what I'm assuming. I'm not I don't I didn't read them say anything like that. I'm just going off a kind of where I would, if I was a writer of this, I'd be like, "Oh, dang. I would Because we got to, yeah, because because
2: I think because none of his songs are on there, right?
0: No, mm-hmm. right.
2: So that, let's
0: be for real. Regardless of him being outlawed, if without his charges, he would have three or four or five of them in this Yeah, he have had
2: several songs on there. So, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. so any and it, and you got to say featuring. It's not like you could just say Ozzy Brothers, "Contagious." You got to yeah. say featuring. But wrote it. <laughs> Right, so mm-hmm. they probably was like, they probably sat in the boardroom and was like,
2: Yeah, that's gotta go. We can't he have nope, just don't even we'll just, yeah, you
0: know. And yeah. some of their other songs, he wrote a lot of them, so then you gotta, yeah. even the other songs in the 2000s, you gotta, then you gotta,
3: yeah.
0: say, by you know, the man that may not be spoken. Yeah.
3: That
2: which was one of the issues with the group was that it's like, How do we do this? and it was just that the final decision of if it's something that he did by himself, solo let it we're not doing it we cannot get rid of everything that he wrote we,
1: right we, we, yeah. we love we love fortunate
2: <laughs> right like you know what I'm saying some things we just can't like we can't so um and that and i mean but we haven't we actually haven't had any issues in a very very long time
0: right. no, it's, it's, always, it's usually a, a new line stepper this so it's always somebody new when i see it i'm always like you haven't been here long, huh?
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: And, but even the few moderation alerts we get with it, the, the mention of the person's name is very just insignificant. Right. It was like, Oh yeah, I think this person did that and that's it. So like, it's, it hasn't been an issue in a a long time, which is great, which is absolutely great.
0: All right. So we had, we had a little kerfuffle in the group. Um, over the TV show, For Your Love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 uh, Scott posted up innocently. Yeah, hey, I'm innocent. surprised a
1: lot of people didn't remember
0: it. I mean, I know it no, didn't No, 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 no. It's not that, Scott. It's the fight that broke out somewhere in the comment section.
1: <laughs> oh, I ain't go there. I ain't go all the way. There.
0: Oh, no, no, no. no. We, it, it's about a good 30-40, uh, I believe, in there right now on that For Your Love post. Oh, yeah. Um, it started out with someone being like, Man, this show was whack.
2: And then Stacy jumps in. I thought I was the only one. No, was- no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. As I pull it up and unplug the camera, get the post, put your glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> <love> you, <laughs> I mean, uh, all comments. Scott posted it. He reposted something, right? And it talks about the the show For Your Love. And his first line says, For Your Love, 98 to 2002, lasted five seasons. My comment said, five seasons? Really?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I was, yeah. I thought it was maybe (laughs) two.
2: Yeah, so someone said, exactly how? I tried watching one episode and felt like they were overusing a laugh reel. And I said, who was watching this show? Like, I don't know. And then I, that question was answered because <laughs> we found out that people have been watching this show. So the show For Your Love, created by Yvette Lee um, Bowser, who also created Living Single, like six friends living in different phases of relationships, working to make it work while dealing with modern life. It starred Holly Robertson Peete, uh, Tamala Jones, Adafae Blackman, Blackman, James Leisure, D.W. Moffitt, and D.D. Pfeiffer. You may be like, who the hell are these people? It doesn't matter because we didn't know that this show was still on the air for as long as it was. If you saw a picture of the cast, you'd be like, oh, wait, I know these. some of these people look familiar, but five seasons. And for me, I'm like, that's five seasons. Y'all motherfuckers damn near had, y'all had probably had 100 episodes. So you're like, you possibly in syndication.
1: you syndic- You syndication.
2: It is in syndication. You sh- yeah. So um, someone said this show was not good. It was... Uh a sleeper at its best and horrible at its worst. Somebody else liked it. Uh somebody else said
1: i'm Doja this sleep. Yeah, we part of Just
0: Posted Podcast, man. The best show on this network. Come on, check, though. Seriously, man. Just posted. It's just me and Doja sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the world yeah, and We said labor love. He said label love. I ain't say that shit. Shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, everybody coming to watch though, man. We really appreciate y'all. Holla at y'all later. Hey man, this
3: nigga just tall for no reason. i gone. Peace. do regular jobs. Don't forget that. And she remembers it, but can't remember saying that, thinking it was good. Um.
2: Oh, someone said, I remember this and hate that they left us with lingering questions. It wasn't <laughs> great, but it had black folk in it, so I tuned in. Someone else, I love this show. Somebody else, I watched this show religiously.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, no. Nah. I, wa- I watched a lot few of
1: episodes, it. but I didn't watch it religiously.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, and then Daryl did ask, he said, What is up with the slander for this show? I didn't think it would be as vitriol as this. And yeah. someone said, We don't know these people.
1: That's all it is when they don't know.
2: Like when I posted the one
1: with Terrence Howard in that one show, yeah, I actually posted the pilot in
2: in the group about a month. Yeah,
1: I I, I remember that show,
0: yeah.
2: I (laughs) don't, and I think that's the one I said, Ain't no way this show is real. Um, so that show, I looked that one up. That show had nine episodes, only three aired, right? Or something, no, (laughs) only six aired. Okay, so. That sh- means, so it, it, wait a wait, I think I actually wrote that out, like I'm like, hold on, let me find it, let me find it because Ebug said I think it's, the first episode was like September, no, like let's say August 26th, and the last episode was like September the September. 8th. So, they got that show the fuck up out of here. America said no. Thank you. Yeah, that was what thank CBS you Yeah, that they brought like Murphy Blair back. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so what are some
0: other shows that you watch watched that you be like, man, I, I didn't know nobody. I thought I was only one. Like what, Or you didn't know that other people didn't watch that show.
1: Man, I just, uh, I was just binge watching, uh, what is that? The Royal Family, the show where uh, mm. yep. Red Fox died yep. and Lorenz Tate. And I didn't realize, like, they, they tried to keep it going after he died, but they replaced him with uh, Jack A. As the oh, song, they, they that's right. I yeah. remember that, yeah, they, cover. but it didn't, they had her on for like a few episodes, but it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, because that, no, was, that it was
2: actually, what? I actually Googled that. I was like, I said, what were some short lived like black shows that nobody remembers mm-hmm. but me? And really, all of these, like, okay, like I, I remember me and the boys, you know, that was a Steve Harvey mm-hmm. show um, on our own. And that was a show that had the Smollett kids on there. And it's based in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. And it was based in St. Louis. And that show, uh, oh, it was on for 20 episodes. Oh, so they got a full season. So they um, they, they, yeah, they, had a full season. Um, but then, like I so said, the other ones, I'm like, yeah, I remember these shows. So uh, I, I don't remember Kevin Hart being on The Big House in 2004. But 2004 was, was a weird year for me. Up? That was the show with Face Yeah, like that's the show. Yeah, yeah that's the show y'all were talking about. That was like, yes, W. Was. Show wasn't it? Yeah. So that was supposed yeah. to be like a a newer, fresh prince. Like he had to move back to his. He was a spoiled rich kid who ended up mm-hmm. having to go to Philly or something like that. Um, but no, the sh- shows that I remember that I feel like nobody else remembers or talks about, like um, they weren't necessarily black shows. So like Big Brother Jake.
0: Was a big show. Brother Jake See? was my joint big, on the family channel.
2: It's a big Jake, so,
0: Big Brother Jake. It was
2: a, what the fuck is Jake's name? Was Jake Stansfield? Or Wasn't Jake he like something? a former football player in real life? Yeah, he was like a, he was a, he was something. He was either a former wrestler, a former football player, but he was a big guy. So, he was a former something. But you know, in the 80s, if you used to play in the NFL, you got a TV show. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. <laughs> was big, you played NFL, you got a TV show or you got a guest star on there. So Big Brother Jake was one of them. Um, and I really liked that show because there was a girl, it was a black girl on there. It was the only black girl on there. And her name was Kateri. And one of my friends was named Kateri, but she was not black. Um, so I was like, oh my God, Kateri, somebody else has your name. Because who else is named Kateri? Uh, so that show, um, uh, what is it? Not just the t- is it just the ten of us? Oh, just it was the spin off. Of is it just the, it just just eight, eight of us? Or eight is enough? Maybe. No, no, eight is enough. Was a show. Just the ten of us. If I'm right, was a, is actually a spin off of might have been a spin off of Growing Pains on accident. So because the the dad on the show was a gym teacher. <laughs> And he was somebody, he was the gym teacher from another show. But yeah, so he had, so it was a dad, his wife. Yeah,
3: just 10 of
0: us. Yep.
2: Yeah, they Great had five, They had like five daughters, however many sons or whatever, right? Blah, 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 blah. So it's 10 of them in the family. The daughters um, end up starting a singing <clears throat> group and would sneak out late at night, the five of them, and would go out and sing at nightclubs and stuff. So it's very, very sparklish, if you want.
0: Yeah, it is, a spin, it is a spin-off of Growing Pains. Yep, I'm reading through yep. it here. Uh, so
2: again, these are the random- well, I
0: the dumb, Did you guys ever see You Take the Kids? No. With Nell Carter and the yeah. great Yasin no. Bay, a.k.a. Most Deaf,
3: is yeah. a teenager.
1: Yeah, but no, but do you remember the one, what's the dude from Sanford and Son, dude that played the son? He well, had one mine. Kim Fields was like, baby, I'm back. He have left. The oh, yeah. Baby, I'm back. Oh, yeah. baby I'm
3: back. Oh, yeah. I love baby, I'm, baby, up,
1: I'm baby, back. I just oh, got yeah. hip to that like a couple years ago. Well,
2: baby, I'm yeah. back is like, my I, joint. I was I, like, oh, he ain't shit, man. He so ain't shit. The, no, he's not. The, the problem is, like, so as a kid, right? <laughs> he and legally counted up- his daughter,
0: Stacey. In that show, yeah. they legally counted him as dead in the premise. So that's why she was able to move on. They moved him up
2: in the attic. I like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, so, no, like, so I was saying as a kid watching those shows on late night on Channel 11, I didn't understand syndication, I didn't know what that was. I thought they so were live, these yeah. were live shows. So, all a lot of the shows that I watch now, I'm like, I watched them as a kid, but then when I tell them the shows, people are like, Well, wait, how old are you? So, yes, I do watch WKRP in Cincinnati because yeah, it yeah. used to come on that. Channel 11. Like, Mama's Mama's. I'm family. watching that now on CMT, and that listen, ended in like '86. And like, listen, who knew? You couldn't have told me that I was not watching brand new episodes of Mama's Family. I thought I
3: was too. I oh, thought
2: yeah. I was watching brand before new. We,
1: before you go to sleep, <laughs>
2: oh no, you—that's that was it. Mama's Family. Then it's time for bed. That was the last thing you got to do. Yeah. If you were still on, like, if you were unless still you, up when the news came you stay on, stay up and
1: try to sneak up for Arsenio.
2: <laughs> Man, so I had a t- so my TV. Um, so kids back in the day, you had to walk up to your TV and turn it on and off. So I had to hold all these knobs and all of it. But I knew how to change like the the brightness on the TV. So if my grandma was watching TV, like she's watching Mama's Family, I put it on my TV and I would turn the darkness, turn it down so it'd be dark. So all I would I would just hear what was like playing. And then I think finally one day I think she caught me because I think she changed the channel. Uh. She <laughs> You changed the channel. Got up and then was like, wait a minute. What's that? And <laughs> that's how I got caught. But I was a genius. You understand? I you couldn't did. watch TV, but I could hear it. You could
0: hear it. You could listen to it. It's like, listen to it. it's like an it's audio a
1: book. It's like an
0: audio book. There was another one I was trying to explain to somebody, uh, South Central. Yes. Right, with, oh, absolutely. Um, and I was the like, The world they wasn't was ready heavy. for
2: South Central.
0: No, it was too that was too heavy for we it was Rodney King just got beat up. We was just we as black people we we couldn't take that at the time.
2: South Central would be amazing right now on TV. Mm-hmm.
3: Actually,
2: they could have hit South Central was a great premise, a great show. It needed two more years.
3: Yeah, it only had one season. What do you mean two more years? I don't it even know
2: full many, season. I'm two more years. Before, episodes. And I'm saying two more, no, two more years before it came out. So oh. it needed, I think what's it, what was on Fox, probably. It was on Fox, yeah. yeah something Fox. like that. Yep. So it needed a WB. Yeah. Or a UPN.
0: Oh, that's what you, you mean know by what I'm saying? two
2: years. Like, so it needed two more years. It needed it, it was ahead of its time. It just came out it, it, it was needed then, it's needed now. But it just was in the wrong time. So, and
1: with it should have came in with Wayne's Brothers and Jamie Foxx and all them.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yep, absolutely. Because it, because it, at least at that point you're not the only black show. So South Central is the black this blackety black show
3: on Fox.
1: WB got rid of shows like started like around
2: 2000 ni- late 90s when they when they
0: combined with UPN uh, they started yeah. getting rid of shows
2: yeah so like two um, early 2000s is it was when they started mm-hmm. canceling everybody so it's I'm saying like if so they then got, the
0: game the game got affected by that right then the game and girlfriends got, got, affected got affected by it. By
2: it. so so uh, girlfriends and the game game tried to, so because the WB or CW, whoever the hell it ended up being, I think it's CW, CW now. Yeah. CW wanted to get out of comedy and go into drama. So that's why the last episode of the game on uh, CW is uh, is directed the way that it is. It's more like a drama than it is the comedy version. Because they were trying to show, we can do this. We can be a drama. And the network was like, yeah, we don't care. We Y'all are black.
1: It sounded like with girlfriend because girlfriends didn't have a, they just.
2: Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get a proper finale. Like (laughs) it's essentially like yeah, it ended, but they didn't. They didn't get a proper finale, and that sucks because, um, especially with like, if they could have knocked out two more episodes, we could have wrapped it all up with a nice bow. Mm -hmm. Like we just need to see Joan walk down the aisle.
3: That's it.
2: We just need to see John walk down the aisle and that's it. And Tracy Ellis Ross, still single. <laughs> it. Oh, real quick before I forget. And I, and I hate to backtrack the Cat Williams. Yeah, the no, highlight good. of this is again, social media was in a frenzy and social media managers make the world go round. I would like to direct your attention to Cat Williams stating that Cedric the Entertainer's specials were so bad. You cannot find them on Netflix or Tubi. OK, someone tweeted that uh, that clip to be re- uh, retweeted it and commented and tagged Netflix and said, looks like it's just me and you, babe. And Netflix read uh, tweet or uh, replied back to them with the Nini uh, meme of "How did I get into this? Why? Why am I? Why am I in this?" <laughs>
0: like,
2: why hey, Tubi must got
0: some some T-B be doing some crazy tweets, some funny tweets. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, And so the, I will always tell people that social media managers make the world go round when something like that happens on social media, it's all hands on deck. It's never just really one person doing it. There's like a team because there's some things you have to get permission to apply to,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, especially if it's kind of like not uh, in alignment with your brand. But when you see those days where you see all of the big companies commenting, trust me, like that whoever, whoever figured it out, like, Hey, I need to get in on this. You got to get that approval. You can start commenting and that's it. Um, like we went through that. Well, actually I can say it now when I was at WW mm-hmm. and there was something that Oprah had posted um, and there were like a lot of comments and things. And we was like, okay, crap, what do we do? Like, do we, cause essentially there were uh, there's rules or regulations about who was supposed to post what and when was some something supposed to get posted Oprah posted something too quick and it was like oh shit, what do we what do we do what do
3: we, what do? we do It's
2: Oprah we're like, like we had somebody get Oprahs people on the phone and how do we, like because we're not gonna make her take it down but now it's like we have to we weren't prepared for her to post that like you we were supposed to post that on Friday. It is Monday afternoon. (laughs) All right, so let's let's get to going, but there's a lot that goes into it. So shout out to all the social media managers that are out there um, who are fighting for your life on these streets, on every platform. Mm-hmm. Fight for their life. Fighting yes. for your wife
1: because my wife my wife's show explained to me about the Stanley Cups. I show sure thought she was talking about the hockey trophy.
0: I thought so too. <laughs> I thought the Stanley Cup was something. I was like, why has all these women got yeah, the Stanley like, no, Everybody liking hockey now. That's what I was like, who and who's replicating the
2: Stanley Cup and drinking out of it? <laughs> the Stanley, the Stanley Cups are pure marketing genius. It's all about marketing and PR rule the world. Like one day we'll have a long conversation. Yeah, I mean it's in I mean, PR is what makes you buy things. It's not always the marketing or the advertising. You think it is, but it's not. So the reason that we buy diamond rings is a PR campaign.
3: Mm -hmm. That's
2: it. Before the Beers said diamonds are forever, there people weren't buying diamond engagement rings. That wasn't a thing.
0: And the idea that you had that three months of your salary. Came from the beers as well. Like to be at yeah, how much you your ring it. should be
2: so a yeah, like, and, then, and then also, and then make you even more mad, the person who came up with Diamonds Are Forever wasn't an ad executive. She was like a receptionist. Really?
1: Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: It was like a oh, random lady wow. were, it was, it was, she worked there. Right. She worked at that. She worked at the, she, she worked yeah, at the yeah, place. Like the, <laughs> she worked at the agency, but she wasn't there. Or the fact that we Eats scrambled eggs and bacon, well, you know, eggs and bacon for breakfast is a PR campaign. Explain it wasn't a thing. Um, so and now his name has left my mind and I can't think of it. If you if you Google the father of public relations, his name will pop up. Uh I want to be it starts at the B, it's just gonna kill me. Um, but either way, so um when it comes to eggs and bacon, Edward they Edward Burning. Thank you. Thank you, Bernays. Thank you. Like I had the Edward part, but and then he was related to Freud, and he loved to tell people that. um, But they were like distant cousins, but he loved to <laughs> tell <right. laughs> um, But that's
0: my family, no. Right,
2: but that's my family. You know, like you know, Uncle Freud is what I call him. Uh, yeah. But so essentially, with eggs and bacon, um, is that they were trying to sell more bacon, and mm-hmm. the pig farmers needed to sell more bacon. So what do you do? You tell the the world, or the, the tell the American people that bacon and eggs are part of a balanced breakfast every morning. Mm. Mm. And Stacey's go. favorite thing that I eat every day, or if I, I, if I if I did eat every day, I would be eggs and bacon. Like that's I will always have eggs and bacon in my house. And <laughs> that's just this is growing up with it. So, like I said, a lot of things that we do and have no idea where it came from are actually pr campaigns
1: now it's a chicken wing shortage and now you see is boneless wings <laughs> <laughs> all you see is boneless wings
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. all right our last topic for the night did 50 cent ruin hip-hop of uh, new york hip-hop
1: um Mm. No, nah, I I don't, I, don't, I ain't gonna put it all on Fifty, cause he was I guess cause he was he was he was riding with the West Coast with the, you know. No, he was beating with everybody, huh? So I'm gonna, hold on, beef? I'm gonna read the article. Yeah,
0: hold on, let me pull the actual post up. It popped off because it was super interesting. Because it was like ah, I never thought of it um, in those terms. I mean, I always thought like, oh well, you know, cause Fifty was like kind of tearing down everybody and. You know, the, all the back and forths and all that good stuff, but
1: uh, I think I okay. just uh,
0: so they could, the post is literally
1: Who killed New York? Yeah, hold on, damn, why did why they do that the shit? rise of the south? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> okay, who
0: killed the New York? Who killed New York hip hop? Was it 50 Cent, the radio stations, or the rise of southern hip hop? There we go, that's the full question.
2: And I said that New York rap ain't been shit since Snoop came in and knocked down the Twin yeah, Towers. Yeah. Um, I don't know, that's a really good question though. Like, I don't think it was 50 Cent per se who did it, but I, it really could just, it could be just that rise of Southern hip hop or the rise of just finally other regions getting that recognition. New York there's that that fall off that was there so like it mm-hmm. was it was New York New York New York New York New York right that was it and then the west coast comes in
3: mm-hmm.
2: right so west coast comes in west coast rules it we can just say what 93 to Ooh, Tupac had. 92. <laughs> 92 so okay so all right so 92 until to 92 about 96.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I guess you know what I'll give the New York like one of them biggie years like 95. I'll 94. give New York 95, 94, okay. 95. I'll give it one of them years.
2: Okay. Um and so then, then, then they got it
0: 96. Cause I, I did this, this debate with somebody else and, I, and we realized that the South has been running hip hop longer than the North has now at this point. Yeah. So if you get if you say let's say what rap started in the 50th year, so let's say the 70. 70- 70, 73, 73, 73. 73. So they had it from 73 to 92. So 19 years straight up. New York had it. Right. The West Coast had it, let's say 94, 95. Let's give East Coast because of Biggie, 96. Just oh, give them an arbitrary year, 95, whichever year you want to give them. I give them 94, then, 94, Yeah. Then yeah. 97, 98. Do you give that? Is that still East Coast? Ninety-seven, ninety. are we we really dipping into
1: master p territory then but then the rise of puffy too With i don't know what the that i don't know that the okay you know what let's get we can go ahead and give let's go ahead and give new york
0: 97 through 99 what was 97
3: like
0: 29
2: out of new york JDMX. I mean, some I mean, of you yeah. like J. Yeah. Okay. so Okay. J. Okay. Well, he said Uh-oh. he mentioned Puffy, but I'm like, so yeah. So JDMX. So they're they're coming up at that point. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. And they J-D-M-X. were running. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would argue 2000 is a kind of a give and take year. Like how maybe yeah. a little bit of mystery. I mean, and I was say the South ran everything since 2001.
2: Yeah. Like you said, yeah. The South has something to say in 95. So yeah. and then cash it money is. took over for the nine nine and the two thousand and that's right two thousand and, yeah. and then obviously, so ninety-seven ninety-eight that's master p that's no limit. So ninety seven ninety eight is no limit. Ni- well, yeah, well
1: no limit 90. in J because you got volume too.
2: Yeah, so you, know and DMX
1: too. you can't forget
0: DMX. And DMX. So, DMX. so yeah, let's
2: okay. let's put them all in there, right? So and then and mm-hmm. then that turns into a regional situation of it are we all listening to the same thing at this point because it gets to mm-hmm. p is coming up right so down south is starting to come up we're listening to that more and more and more and more and more we're probably getting some uh some Houston in there we're getting all of that but at the same time though we have New York coming in so rough riders so the the rough riders uh the the compilation I mean what they came out with 98
1: 99.
2: yeah, 99. 90, yeah so so that's about right. And then, it, like I said, Cash Money took over from that '99 into 2000, and then from there, it just kind of it's south, south, south because now you have Lil John. Mm-hmm. Lil John comes kicks in the door, and then Outcast, uh,
1: outcast is really
2: like I said, like it's so right. So,
3: like, outcast, said,
1: dungeon family,
2: outcast, like I said, like
3: Outcast is still making music. So, <laughs> essentially, as far as, as
2: like the, uh, the radio waves are concerned, it's all down south music. Like I so said, Outcast is still making great music, but Lil John has taken over the club. Mm-hmm. And once you have the club, I'm sorry, yeah. the strip club, then. <laughs> You now run the world, and what's funny is now I think about that. Like when it comes to like just New York songs, like what New York song do I want to hear in the strip club? None of them at all. Like I don't want to hear any song from New York in the strip club. What the fuck do they play up there? Big pimping all only day. Thing only thing I give
1: New York is the too short and little cam a booty call. The call me. Ooh, you call me,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, I was boy. like,
2: well, i really thinking. I want to ask. I need to find. I need somebody. Find. I need to find me a 50 year old dude from New York and ask him. When you was in the club, when you was in the strip club. <laughs> what songs did they play? What
1: scenario <laughs> coming on? They was
2: playing. Was I said, a was play playing? Let you me find me, out.
1: You saw y'all you in niggas, the uh, in the One More Chance video,
2: nigga. <laughs> let me find out. <laughs> These New York niggas was up in a strip club and shit and hoes was dancing to to, to Wu-Tang or some shit. <laughs> to
0: ice cream. The ice cream might have popped.
2: But can I or get like? Can, can I get us? <laughs> can I get us? Right. Niggas listen. Can I get a
1: strip club? That's
0: sure. You can get with
2: hey, this, or You can get with that. or You can get with that. Like
1: nah.
2: Hey Poppy. Hey Poppy oh, yeah.
1: Big pimp, big a Hey Poppy.
2: Well, I need to know. I have I have questions. I want to know what y'all listen to in the strip club because because if, <laughs> if Southern rap is so lame and all that other shit, and them niggas don't be talking about shit, we can't even understand what they saying. What the fuck was y'all listening to in the strip club? Instrumentals.
1: They listening to uh, R and B records. They listening right. to
2: what? that's funny as fuck (laughs) that's funny as fuck
1: girl you did me wrong (laughs) (laughs)
2: hold on now I can't get that out of my head
1: now that they listen (laughs) they listen to make it last forever Coming
3: to the stage.
1: Coming to the stage. <laughs> you, you, you hear, uh, nobody. You hear the beginning of
2: nobody. <laughs> every chick that come out to the stage got a slow dance. Every bitch that gotta come out. Just like when Diamond came out to It Seems Like You're Ready, everybody got to do that slow dance. Every time oh, they you come all out. The songs?
1: They, are my- out the LS, they come out the LSG. <laughs>
2: <the> LS- <laughs> This niggas bad. coming out to gag.
1: Yeah, they call out the goodbye
2: love. <laughs> I guess you knew and blew a good day. It's Aaron
1: Hard. It's Aaron Hard night at the strip club. <laughs> oh no, never mind. I'm too 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 soon. Never mind. <laughs> okay, I forgot he was involved in them shenanigans. <laughs> No, I, I'll let it go because this is too funny.
2: The idea of, <laughs> of, of, of this at the strip clubs in New York in the 90s. Damn, what was man. listening to? I really have questions. I want to know what were you listening to in the strip club? They were listening, listening to "Knocking the Boots, uh, Jodeci. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So every stripper that came out was forced into a lap dance. She was slow grinding on everybody. She didn't even get to do... like They probably weren't even making it clap up there. They couldn't. I mean, I guess you can make it clap slowly to a song, but because you, you know, you
1: know, you know, all the strippers back then looked like Mary J. with the blind hair. <laughs> they
2: did.
1: They
0: had. Now, blind- now, I, I got to Google strip club songs in the nineties. I guess she, she coming doing? out as
1: soon as I get home. Your love
3: is wonderful. <laughs>
0: Give oh, my up. God. They, so somebody compiled a list <laughs> of strip club songs from the 90s. Uh, and I put in New York. What? No. They got Mary J. Blige and uh, uh uh Method Man, You're All I Need on this list. That sounds right. Fantasy,
1: Mariah Carey, ODB. Yeah. <laughs> No,
2: no, no, I wasn't here. I wasn't expecting to hear that in the strip club. Do the strippers
0: They do this taboo on here.
2: Do the strippers in New York wear Tims on stage or do they take them off before they get nah, on stage? They got, uh, they got open
1: heel Tims. Open that, open
2: toe. The open, the open toe Tims with this with the stiletto, stiletto open heel Tims. I can see They got Keith
1: sweat on here, y'all. I
2: can <laughs> yeah, of course they do. Duh. How do you, you like that.
0: the how do you like a Keith's key sweat featuring left eye? I don't even know that. I don't remember that. I'm about to look that one up. Stexy Motherfucker by Prince.
2: Okay. So those are I mean, that's a a fine song, but like, again, like, what are y'all. What were the strippers doing? (laughs) They
1: stripping a purple rain. (laughs) (laughs) They stripping a looper.
2: (laughs) Listen, a house Mm -hmm. is not a home.
1: And um, Whitney.
2: Bruh, that is
0: funny. Now you got well. me on this whole trip of trying to see what these strip club songs are like.
2: <laughs> these are questions that need answers because I'm I'm fully just I'm fully invested at this point. What songs were they playing in the strip clubs in New York in the nineties?
0: This is amazing, though. Like I never thought I've never sat there and thought about like
2: what was they playing in New I am always club. thinking about ridiculous stuff like this.
1: Man, it's the same stuff you was hearing on New York Undercover. Whoever was at Natalie's was at the
0: strip. I'm out. I'm out.
1: I'm out of this. He said, what was that? Natalie's. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: was performing at the strip club. Wasn't that the club name. That was the that was the club. You <laughs> just spoke on something. You just said something right here, sir. You just said <laughs> something on this here podcast. You are. That's exactly what the fuck they was playing. Whatever you heard at Natalie's <laughs> and at, oh, whatever. Like, look up the score for New York Undercover." Was, oh, oh,
0: no, somebody's got a story here I got to send to y'all. Can't You See was the big song in the strip club in the 90s by Total. Oh, strippers in there doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this article, the dude, he's telling the whole story about being at the strip club. And he's like, stepping in the, sm- in, the st- in the strip club, Total's jam, Can't You See, Blurred from the massive speakers. <laughs> <laughs> they probably-
3: In the a
1: baby of power stuff. perfume, he says- they was probably playing a lot of reggae too, though. Uh, yes. yes, there we go. Yeah. Now that's, there it is. Yeah. That reggae. The dance. Now
2: you're making more sense because I'm like, they got to be in there dancing to something.
1: Shaba, <laughs> <laughs> Patra. <laughs>
2: they got to be.
1: That
0: is Yo, funny. Said, I didn't even think about that total, can't you see, would
1: be the joint. Oh,
2: yeah. That's funny though because I would totally be a stripper that danced to Can't You See?
1: <laughs> hey, would be like, bring my shades. Right.
2: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Sitting on the stage with one leg up doing some can't you see? <laughs>
1: That'd be me. They uh they be stripping the uh the brat for all y'all. <laughs> 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 I- I mean, not for
2: all y'all. I'm uh, going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's my song I'm now. Give it to, I can with see all the, the cameras. Bill Bell, the man was like my the song, valet though. driver. That song, that's my shit, though. That
0: really? is my song. Oh, man, no, for real. We need, no, we do need to get an old head on here. What was this? Like, someone from New York, any listener from New York, email us. only listen to music at gmail.com. You have to be 50 plus and live. You had to live north of the Mason-Dixon line um yeah,
1: and in the eastern time zone. <laughs> yeah,
0: in the Eastern time zone. I, we want to know in '94 when you were 24, around 24, 25 years old, what was in the, in the shake joint when you went in? What were they playing? I mean, is, what? This is an amazing. This is a. This is a. This is a. a
2: an investigative story right here. Yeah. What's being played? It's the only kind of stories that I'm involved in, Daryl. Um, <laughs> I like to get down to the nitty gritty. I like to ask the hard questions, and um, you know, and it's from viewers like you all out there that are, that allow us to be able to continue and, uh-huh. and and provide these wonderful stories.
1: So if you went to Morgan State. <laughs> Yes,
2: Howard. (laughs) Did you go to Howard? Did you go to Hampton?
1: Yeah.
2: Were you anywhere up there at all? Please call, reach out to us, text. Don't do that. DM or something, call, email, whatever. Whatever Daryl told you to do, that's how you get in touch. Was (laughs) y'all really
1: listening to Naughty by
2: Nature in the Shrimp Club? (laughs) (laughs) Babe. What do you think they was listening to in the strip clubs in the 90s in like 94 in New York?
1: Some (laughs) (laughs) tretch.
2: He said uh some bullshit. Mm. What'd you say, baby? He said you can't some bullshit, you can't dance to that shit. So the jungle brothers. Oh,
0: somebody in the same article, TLC Red Light Special. So eat slow jams.
2: thing. That's what we're saying. Like, I think that they were listening to that bullshit. So
0: we are... What Aaliyah Hot Like Fire was on here, this guy saying that, that he heard in the club.
2: Hmm. I can see it. You're making me hot,
0: Tony Braxton.
2: <laughs> I walk out the club they played. Like, it's... <laughs> At the strip club, there is a level of decorum that needs to be followed. And if you, DJ's man, are not going to play the right songs, then I am not staying here with you.
1: Yeah, man, because I can hear that at Snooks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too close next.
0: Too close next. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Even though it's late 90s, but still. Said, on hey, one dude in this article said Big Papa by Biggie was my joint in the strip club. See?
2: And the, I, the thing is, though, I actually could hear, I could see that. I could see Big Papa getting played in the strip club. I already know one song
1: that was being played, the one with him and uh, R. Kelly. Uh,
2: oh, Fuck, Fuck You Tonight? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: we forgot what a big, the biggest one, Genuine Pony. Oh,
1: yeah. But now
0: the white boys use that. Yeah, but we talking about '90s though. Yeah, talking about '90s. '90s. Worse. Pony was cracking in the black strip clubs all across the nation. Black strip clubs. And the That's remix. probably the only song that was in all strip clubs across the nation for black people is Pony. That and
1: um and um and Teela. Oh, no! Yeah. East Coast didn't have East Coast was not on that. But I heard that was. But I heard that 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 song kind of introduced the South. I heard that that was oh, like showing
2: sure up to the south. That Tila, so that was Tila was a catalyst for, to bring for it a strip to club. As have y'all seen that JJ
1: Williamson uh
0: comedy thing? When he was like, they yeah. was on when they did. The
3: beginning part is hard. <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> I,
2: played, I had I had boyfriend in ninety six. Played that song on repeat.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a that was a song that bridged the the south. To
0: the north <laughs> and i i was a big fan of tired of balling myself you know yeah. i know that one got overshadowed by that one but i love tired of yeah, balling, tired of balling. <laughs> yeah. oh man but make sure your emails please 50 and over people north of mason dixon line emails i only listen to 90s music at gmail.com and let us know the list song and maybe do we need to put this as a poll in a group maybe
3: yeah
0: why not we'll put it, uh, yeah. our people list out let's put it in the, put it in the group list out 50, or we'll say 48 and over. If you're not 48, you're not please 48
2: do not Nova. respond. Like I said, I, like I, have a, I got a friend who I know would have been in the strip clubs around that time. Now, was he in, he might've been in New York. I actually, I'll actually ask him, I'll be like, dad, you remember around that time? Like, cause he may have been. Like, it's, it's, it's quite possible that uh, at that time that he was traveling. So that's the one that I said that I used to sing um, back in the day. So it's possible okay. that he was.
0: Uh, you know, let's not be agents about it. Let's just say, hey, in the night, will you will age yourself in the question? I don't want to in yeah, the night well, I
2: mean ideally what was being in the were, strip club
0: in the east coast. <laughs> between, <laughs> that will that yeah, disqualify listen,
2: between simply put, between ninety-two and ninety-nine, if you were in the strip club, you had to be a certain age. Right. Period. So automatically, so, you, you, yeah. So that's we it. We
0: don't have to say your age of being fifty. You if understand. you happen to get in there. Underage, cool. You can answer. Probably,
2: like, right. You know, maybe you was in there. You maybe it was a dishwasher, whatever it was. <laughs> what song was playing in the background? I don't care why you were there. Maybe you went to go pick your husband up because he snuck up in there. Don't matter. What song was playing when you was cussing him out? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want to know. Like that, that I'm very, very intrigued to.
0: Yeah, I'm. Yes. I'm super interested to see what what people uh, have to say on that. <laughs> um yeah. Go ahead, Scott. What are you saying? I am, uh, no, well, thank y'all for listening as always. Stacy, where can people hit you up at?
2: Um, I am Stacy Adams, <laughs> Stacy with the E, Adams with the Z on every social media channel there is. And um, oh, before I go, we have to send a shout out to my mother. Um, it is her birthday. I will not no, say how no. old she is, but I'm forty two. like like I'm forty two and I'm the third kid, so just do some math. <laughs> Trying to tell you how old she hey, is. Yeah, you
1: figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I like,
2: figure it out. out. <laughs> like, that's it. Um, happy birthday to mom. We know at
1: least she's sixty at the minimum.
2: <laughs> right at the minimum, and she she literally just texted me and said my husband just cashed at me. Now here's the thing: my mother's divorced twice, <laughs> so who just cashed that her some money? So when Stacey talks about having husbands. And, hey. and getting alimony checks and all of that. Just know that uh it's, hey. it's um shout
1: out to the senior citizens that know how to use cash app.
2: Oh, she know <laughs> yeah. have, She to cash app all day, every day. App, finds, uh send me the uh, send me twenty five dollars on that cash app. You know you owe me some money, right? My Cash App is still the same. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, so, they love again, like so I said it's very funny. Again, her husband. Cash after her. I want to know who cash after. Who cash app? So like, would I would I be sitting here to joking with y'all and be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on my alimony check. Sometimes I don't be joking. Like it's like it's it's the it's the joke, but it ain't a joke. I might be waiting on the alimony check. <laughs> not anymore though, though, baby. I'm not waiting on alimony checks anymore.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scott, where people hit you up at, man? Hit me up
1: everywhere cool ass Scott. <laughs> Oh um,
0: man! Now, so, now, Stacey, you didn't sit me on this rabbit hole thing of now strip
1: club music. If I, if strip in club rag- music well of the '90s that wasn't well Luke, that wasn't from Miami. Or so this
0: is the playlist I found. Not this was just a playlist of strip club songs of the late '90s, early 2000s. Before we go, I just okay. want to read these out to y'all. I want to rock Luke, Super Freak, featuring Two Chains, J- Jeezy. Look back at me. Trina featuring Killer Mike, Donk, Soldier Boy, Dance, Big Sean featuring Nicki Minaj, Round of Applause, Waka Flocka Flame featuring Drake, Make It Rain, Travis Porter, Give Me That, mm-hmm. Webby, Ooh Yeah, Shake That Monkey, <laughs> Eastside Boys and Lil John, Slab on My Knob, Ooh, but that didn't make it to the East Coast till later, right?
1: Yeah, not to like yeah. late 90s. Yeah, that was the
0: nineties that wasn't out then. Yeah, they weren't ass yeah. mystical. Back that ass up, obviously. Was back that the back that ass up you think make to the east coast or was already in the two thousands. Because they said nine nine to the two thousands. Uh because that was heavy in mtv rotation.
2: It had it to, yeah. If it was rotation. on M T V. Yeah, I, it was in yeah. heavy rotation.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, if it was on MTV, it, it was yeah, everywhere. You all got it.
2: Yeah. New York got it now. A-O-T-R-L. A-O-T-R-L. <laughs> like now. What and then well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because New York got it. And then what and I'm sitting here thinking about that. Uh, what did Manny say? That uh when uh Jay hopped on the High remix, they were like, Who the fuck is Jay?
0: Yeah, but that was before Back to the Ass up came out as a single. How was the first single off that album. Yeah, yeah, how, how was yeah, the
2: first single. The so, well, to, I think to that point, Jay hopping on the high remix may have introduced people to uh, Juvenile and then back that ass came. I mean, basically, once back that ass came out, you you couldn't ignore it. You can't ignore it right now. I like so the first seven song
0: to get to the strip club in the 90s is Juvenile back that ass up. Is that what we're, is that what we're saying? <laughs> no.
1: Know. I wouldn't say juvenile.
0: Man, I, I can see some Luke getting up there though, too.
1: Or well, uh, you have uh what well, Master P back that ass, back that ass. Uh, well, I don't think New
0: York. York was is, playing is.
1: But like I said, like where well not,
2: where no, are not, those, yeah, not on
0: New York. Like, where those songs I think, think Luke make? Luke might have made it to the East Coast. I, I think, think Luke it made it to the everywhere.
2: Yeah, Luke I, I absolutely everywhere. think you're right about Luke. Luke. I absolutely believe that you are right when it comes to Luke. I I feel like if they didn't know about Luke, we wouldn't have got Rex and Effects rum Shaker.
0: Rum shaker was played in the strip club. There you, there you go. Like, the Rum shaker was absolutely played in
2: the they strip was club. What was absolutely uh, played in strip club. What was that other song? Ghost Town DJs. <laughs> what was that song? Uh, come baby, come baby, baby come. come. Oh, seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet money they played that shit in New York. Yep. Um, and that, but, one, that one,
0: that was a uh, that was a main that was a a, a, a crossover song. So they was playing it in the white ones and the black yep. strip club. Yes.
2: Yeah. I think though. yeah, I think, yeah, but Luke, Luke definitely was there. So they probably were playing a lot of Luke. Now, anything else, don't know. Eventually they probably got to, um I don't know. I want to know what year did they finally play free codes in the club? I
0: don't think they've ever played free codes in the club in New York.
2: And that's just sad. It makes me sad. <laughs>
0: mm. Well, thank y'all for listening for always. And we will be back soon. Peace. <laughs> All (laughs) right.